Hello, this is UC Clark, and this is my first podcast, entitled, My Thoughts. Now, I probably should start by talking about this damn pandemic that we're going through, and I hope everybody's safe, staying healthy. If you're stuck in quarantine, I hope you got plenty to do. Lucky for me, I have a job that is basically quarantine-proof, so, you know, I've been working this whole time. But this podcast is just basically, I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want, and it's all going to be raw and off the top of my head. No script, no edits, no nothing. I live in Iowa, and our governor has decided to open our state back up, which I guess is good, but it's also bad because where I'm from, we are a... High trafficked tourist area where our population probably triples during the summertime because of all the tourists that come up here. Some of us locals like to call them terrorists because they come up here, fuck shit up, and leave. Much like what terrorists do when they destroy national monuments or kill people or what have whatever. But I'll talk about a lot of random stuff, you know, I'll talk about sports and TV shows and whatever I want. I'm going to probably try to avoid religion and politics because, to me, politicians are nothing but overpaid pathological liars. And I've never been much of a religious guy, and religion is one of those topics that is highly debated and I don't want to get into that so if you ever send me suggestions of things you want me to talk about please try to leave religion and politics out of those suggestions I recently started watching a show called Van Helsing and for those of you who have watched it know what I'm talking about but this show is basically centered around this lady named Vanessa who finds out that her bloodline is a bunch of vampire hunters but she also has the ability to turn vampires back to human and make them immune from being turned back into vampires. She also has the ability to self-heal and it's like she can't die. It's a rather intriguing show. But I've also been getting into like Black Lightning and I'm a huge fan of the Chicago series, you know, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med. I'm just a big fan of Dick Wolf in general. He has a lot of great shows. Law and Order, Law and Order, SBU. Uh, I believe he's involved with the show FBI. The aforementioned Chicago series like he's a brilliant mind but one of my favorite shows on TV right now is The Masked Singer that show is so enjoyable and trying to guess the celebrities under the mask with the bleak clues that they give you is it's fun but yet it's stressful too because you don't always think, as proven on the show, that 
you have the right people under the mask. And Jenny McCarthy, Wahlberg seems to be the best at it because I guess she's known as an entertainment guru. And I'm pretty sure she's gotten most of the guesses in the three seasons right. Ken Jeong, he's just funny as hell to have on that show. I hope he never leaves that show. Fox has a home run with The Masked Singer. If you guys haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend it. And if you know your entertainment world and your sports world, you might be able to guess a few right. I know in the first season I got maybe three celebrities right. This season I've gotten two right so far, but I'm not... I don't think I look into the clues as much as the panelists do and which is weird because I'm getting a master's degree in entertainment business with an emphasis on sports management so you figure I should know the entertainment business a lot better than what I do but some of the people that they've had on the show I've either never heard of or I've never really paid that much attention to as far as sports go I am a diehard Chicago Cubs fan Yes, 2016 was a great year. I enjoyed watching that Hello World series. I think it's one of the best playoffs in any sports that I've ever watched. And not just because I'm a Cubs fan. Just because it kind of reminded me of the year the Boston Red Sox were down 3-0 to the New York Yankees. And then rolled off four straight wins. But I think this had a little more significance to it because... The Cubs had finally made the World Series for the first time in 90-some years. And then they fall down three games to one. Everybody was counting them out. My grandma was telling me, oh, they're not they're not going to win. They're screwed. You know, I don't know why you're going to keep watching and blah, blah, blah. And I told my grandma, I said, never give up on the Cubs. They'll pull it out. They'll figure something out. So, game five rolls around, they win game five, so now they're only down three games to two. Then they win game six, and game seven, I won't lie, when Chapman gave up that game-tying home run to Rajay Davis, I said to myself, fuck, here we go again. But, they were able to pull it out in the tenth. And I stayed up till probably 4 o'clock in the morning watching all the post-game coverage. And I, will, I won't lie, I was in tears. I was happy that they finally won. <clears throat> you know, they've spent a long time rebuilding their franchise. And they got a lot of good young talent. But, like every other business, you know, things have to change. And I'm sure by the end of next baseball season, some of the Cubs players that are on that team right now will be on a different team. Just they want, they've earned the right to make more money than what they're making now. And I just don't know if the Cubs will have enough to pay a lot of the star players they have now. I'm also a huge Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Yes, yes, I know. The word going around about the Buccaneers is they have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. But does that, is that going to equate to a possible Super Bowl title? 
I don't know. We'll just have to let the season play out and see how it goes. I mean, Tom Brady spent 20 years in New England and he won, what, six titles? My question to you, listeners, if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl in Tampa, does that negate all the asterisks that he has for his Super Bowl wins in New England with, you know, the Flategate and the cheating scandal and... So my question, if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay and there's no controversy, there's no nothing like that, does that mean the cheating scandals that happen in New England all fall on Bill Belichick and that franchise? And Tom Brady becomes a, a Hall of Famer with no question marks behind his name? I mean, either way, Tom Brady's, I believe people call him the GOAT. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt, but is that Hall of Fame going to have question marks, or is it going to be legit? I personally think if he wins the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, that'll negate any questions anybody has about his involvement in any scandals or cheating accusations in New England. On the topic of football, I think football has become too much of a pansy sport. I mean, now a defensive lineman can't accidentally fall on a quarterback without getting a penalty for roughing the passer. Or when I was watching back in the 90s and early 2000s when John Lynch was a safety for the Buccaneers, to me, he's still the hardest-hitting man to ever play football in that generation, I guess. But now you can't even lay that highlight reel-type hit on a player without catching a flag or getting ejected. I'm an advocate of renaming the NFL to the NFFL for the National Flag Football League because I understand they're trying to make the sport safe and you know, limit the concussions and the injuries, but you're taking away people's ability to play the game the way they want to. I mean, if you're a linebacker and you got a free shot at a running back and you want to lay a devastating hit to jar the ball loose, you should be able to do that. But if you lead with your helmet or hit him in the head, you get a flag for helmet-to-helmet contact, and it's just like, and now you can challenge pass interference. Well, first off, the officials should know what the hell pass interference is, and the coaches shouldn't have to challenge whether something was pass interference or not. I honestly don't know what the NFL can do about that whole challenge thing, because sometimes I think Shit gets challenged that shouldn't be challenged, and it just slows down the pace of the game. And sometimes it always seems like the team, without the momentum, throws out a challenge flag to try to stop the momentum of the other team. Maybe that's a strategy, I don't know. And I'm not a big fan of the whole, air quotes, icing the kicker, because... The guys get paid to make kicks. And if they can't make a kick after a 30 second timeout, 
Maybe they shouldn't have the job anymore. WWE or World Wrestling Entertainment, whatever you want to call it. What has happened with that company? I used to enjoy watching that shit pretty much my entire life. But the last few years, it's like, I don't even watch the shows when they're on TV. Like, I'll watch them on Hulu or, you know, one of my streaming services and I'll fast forward a two and a half hour show and watch maybe 20 minutes of the entire show. I don't know if it's Vince McMahon or if it's the creative team or the fact that everything has to go through Vince McMahon and he micromanages everything. I would say the best part of WWE right now is NXT. Now is that because of Triple H or is that because Vince doesn't have as much say so in NXT? But I'm also a fan of AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Because I like what they're doing over there. Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I think they've got a really good show over there. AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays on TNT. It is, it's an interesting show. I believe tonight I'm recording this podcast at like 4.50 in the morning. On Saturday, May 23rd. So I believe tonight at like 7 or 8 o'clock. AEW has their Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Which I would like to watch. But I'm probably going to be sleeping. Because I don't get off work till mid or until noon. So. But yeah, I I watch a lot of sports. I also watch a lot of TV when I have the time. While being a full-time college student with online classes and raising kids. So the fact that I have time to record this podcast right now, that should tell you something about my time management skills. Yeah, I know it's almost 5 o'clock in the morning, but you know what? We do what we got to do when we have to do it. I just hope everybody... Is like me and hopes this pandemic starts to wear off soon and we can get back to life as normal or as normal as it's going to be now after all this. Sorry, I had to take a drink real quick. But yeah, I thought of, I wanted to create this podcast. Because I have a lot of thoughts about things. Granted, most of the time when they come to my head, I'm not recording a podcast. I should start writing them down. But then that defeats the whole purpose of everything coming off the top of my head. I want to thank the people who have already favorited my podcast before I even recorded a podcast. So thank you to all those people. And what could I talk about that would pique somebody's interest? I guess anybody who listens to this, 
send me a suggestion on what you want me to talk about or a few things you want to hear me talk about. I really don't give a damn. It can be five things you want me to talk about. I will mention every single one of them. I watch a lot of YouTube. There's this guy I watch on YouTube. His name is Chris Turner. And as he refers to himself, a highly educated middle-aged man from the UK who is a stand-up comedian, but he's also one hell of a freestyle rapper. And at the end of his shows, or during his shows, from what I've seen on YouTube, he asked the crowd to give him suggestions of what they want to hear a rap about. And he will make a freestyle rap based solely off of those suggestions. And I mean, I've heard some crazy ass suggestions come his way. And he's made hella freestyles. Like, I'm a big fan of freestyle rap. I think there's nothing better than saying things off the top of your head. Granted, I can't rap, so I'm not going to try. So please don't ask me to freestyle for you. But, you know, Eminem, I'm pretty sure he got his start as a freestyle rapper. Granted, you know, he caught a lot of flack for being a white boy in what's known predominantly as an African-American genre of music. But like Mises says, hip-hop music is a culture, not a color. And, I mean, look at the Beastie Boys, Vanilla Ice. I mean, there's plenty of white people who have had successful careers in the rap genre. Now, I'm, Tupac is my idol. Like, I've idolized Tupac, all his music. That whole gangster, thug, rapper bullshit that he got stereotyped with what kind of gangster rapper is going to make a song like Dear Mama or Brenda's Got a Baby or Keep Your Head Up or you know it's like and that thug life tattoo for you for those of you who do not know that tattoo is an acronym and it stands for the hate you give little infants fucks everyone in essence, I believe that is Tupac's way of saying the hate that you show young children ends up fucking everybody because hate is one of the worst things in this country, in the world. And frankly, I don't believe in racism. I don't believe in being discriminatory towards people because it is their lives. If, if they want... To be in love with somebody of the same sex or they're of a different skin tone and they want to do a genre of music or, you know, whatever they decide they want to do with their life, it is their choice. Nobody should hate on them because that's the choice they made. I mean, when you make a choice in life to go to the grocery store to buy whole milk instead of 2%. Are you getting judged and criticized because you want the whole milk instead of the 2%? What's wrong with the 
You know, it's just stupid shit like that. I don't really give a shit what people say about me. I've, I've told my kids I developed what I call Teflon skin. Pretty much everything just bounces off me. I don't hardly take anything anybody says about me personally. And that's just because I've been dealing with it my entire life. I've been the outcast. I've been bullied. I've been you know, sexually assaulted, I've been physically assaulted, like, there hasn't been anything that can happen in this life that I haven't already gone through. I survived a near-fatal car accident in the late 90s, you know, I survived a rare, undiagnosed bacterial infection that almost took my left arm. I survived an eye condition that three different eye doctors in three different areas couldn't diagnose I survived that thing twice like I just I stopped worrying about what people say about me because everybody has opinions are like assholes everybody's got one some of us choose to use them and others don't I mean I'm the more blunt honest type of guy like I don't sugarcoat shit. I don't beat around the bush. I'll tell you how I feel. I don't give a fuck who you are. I could be standing in front of the President of the United States and I would tell him how the fuck I felt about what was going on. I've done it at almost every job I've had. And it's either gotten me fired or it's earned me a lot of respect. I just, I don't see the point in trying to be nice under most circumstances. Like, I'm not an asshole all the time. Like, I love to joke around and have fun and be sarcastic. And But if you say something that pisses me off, I'm going to let you know about it. You know, and I've raised my kids to be the same way. Matter of fact, just the other day, my 16-year-old daughter sent a lengthy message to her mother about how she felt. Well, now... My daughter's catching ridicule and backlash for being too harsh and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you are trying to tell somebody how you feel, if you do it with a bunch of I'm sorry's and smart-ass comments, nobody's going to take you seriously. So in order for that to be taken seriously, you've just got to be blunt and straight to the point. If it hurts your feelings, you'll get over it eventually. And that's the way I look at it. If I say something that upsets you or offends you, you'll get over it eventually. And if you don't, then I'm sorry. But I'm not going to change who I am or how I live my life because somebody ain't happy with it. Because if that was the case, I wouldn't be living my life because nobody's ever happy with what I do. Granted, a majority of what I do is just to piss people off and prove them wrong, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. So, until I have more stuff to talk about, and I'm not just rambling on this podcast, I will end this podcast tonight with a phrase that I live by and I have instilled in my children And I hope they live by it too. People remember, tough times don't last, 
but tough people do. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy life. And don't forget, feel free to send me any suggestions that you want me to talk about or you want to hear about. Everybody have a fantastic day.